Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.wordpress.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to part two of this episode, which is basically a conversation with my friend Paul Taylor from England. In this episode, we talk about Paul's experiences of living in different countries. We talk a little bit about Christmas in uh, various places and we talk in lots of really stupid accents. It's good. Since we're talking about different countries, um, let's let's talk a little bit about your Christmas this year. You're you're spending Christmas in France, are you? I am. Yeah, I'm uh, hanging out in France uh, for Christmas and New Year. Yeah. Um, my mum is coming over to visit uh, on tomorrow. She's yeah. staying for a week. Uh-huh. Um, which uh, which is cool. It'll be the first time in a couple of years that she's been over because uh, she's had some health problems so I've had to go I went back to the UK for the last couple of years yeah. uh, for Christmas so uh, I'm spending it here so what are the plans are you cooking I am cooking uh, so we're going to my uh, girlfriend's grandmother's place yeah. um, uh, so she has uh, her grandmother the only family member that she has left is her grandmother yeah. um, so we're going to her grandmother's and I'm going to cook for the four of us now it might be a bit weird because my mum doesn't speak French yeah. and her grandmother doesn't speak English yeah is this the first time that they've met? Uh, it is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my girlfriend's French, so uh, her grandmother's French, and she doesn't speak English. So yes. we'll we'll have to play uh, translators. I don't know how it's going to work. I've never really been in a situation like that, so it'll yeah. be fun to see how that works. I'm in a similar situation this year. Oh yeah, because um, we're spending Christmas here in in the apartment in Paris, and uh, uh, my girlfriend is French, and uh, her we've invited her parents here. And also, we've invited my parents here Amazing. too. Amazing. And they've never met each other. Okay. So, um, we are not only hosting Christmas, we're also uniting our parents for the first time. So, it's like a double... A double whammy. Double whammy. You know what we should... You remember the... Uh, did you ever see the film uh, Meet the Parents? Or I Meet have, the Fockers, or Robert, whatever the film was called? Robert De Niro. It's yeah. The first one's Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents, yeah. yeah so Robert De Niro, Ben Stiller. That feels like this could be yeah. like the French, the Anglo-French version of this, yeah. of meet the parents in a different language. Yeah. And that could be a good film. My parents don't really speak French. My girlfriend's parents don't really speak English. My girlfriend speaks both languages pretty well. Yeah. Um, obviously, she speaks French perfectly and her English is good. Um, I speak English, of course, because I'm Luke from Luke's English Podcast. <laughs> Um, but it's my French, my French is woefully inadequate. Right, it's poor. Have you know? met her? Have you? Have, I've met her parents lots of times, and she's met your parents. She's met my parents lots of times. Okay, but they just haven't met each they other. They have never met each okay. other. So we're now same situation. We're now uh, 
wondering what's going to happen. And we're also worrying about everything. Well, not that much, but we're worrying about like cooking the food properly and getting wow. a decent meal and also managing to get my parents and her parents. Are you doing it on the 24th or the 25th? 25th. Cause, okay, because traditionally in France, I believe the big dinner is on the 24th. Really? Um, and the 25th, they still do something, but it's it seems less important than it is. Like for us in the UK, the big days are the 25th and 26th, right? Christmas yeah. Day, Boxing Day is when you have the family and you have the, the, the dinners and all that kind of stuff. I yeah. think you probably do the 25th in one family yeah. and then you go to the other family, uh, yeah. the other person's family on the 26th, whereas yeah. in France it's the 24th and 25th right. um, and they don't have Boxing Day here. Okay. Um, oh, they don't like fighting, apparently. No. <laughs> Boxing Day... That's that's a common question. Why is it called Boxing Day? It's a good, they, no, you throw you, away the boxes from yeah, Christmas. That's really? when the the bin men. Uh, so when you open all your presents at Christmas, yeah. you're left with a lot of cardboard boxes yeah. that you put out on the street on the 25th because it's Christmas Day, yeah. and actually they come and collect it on the 26th. So that's why it's called Boxing Day. Yeah. All right, but wouldn't that be? <laughs> Did you just make that I up? I totally just made that. I have no idea why it's called Boxing Day. <laughs> I've heard lots of theories. And I'm sure I've been in through it before and on the podcast. Boxing Day. Yeah, either it's when things are put in boxes or when, like, uh, you're going to check that out online. I might check but it I, out online. I can tell you, Paul, you're not going to get a satisfactory answer. Is it going to be one of those long it's, Wikipedia articles? It's going to be one of those ones where there's lots of different theories, but nobody really knows. One theory is that this is when factories or owners of businesses would give gifts to their employees the employees would come back to work at the factories and the uh, they would be given gifts in boxes right boxing day the other the other one is that um, uh, you put boxes bo- you put things into boxes so the first phrase from wikipedia boxing day is traditionally the day following christmas day when servants and tradesmen would receive gifts from their bosses or employers known as christmas box today boxing day is better known as a bank or public holiday blah 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 all right um yeah so you were right it's not about throwing away your boxes uh, but it seems like it's a commonwealth uh thing so they do uh observe it in Canada as well, in Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, okay. and Hong Kong, uh, as well as some other Commonwealth regions. I so see. I guess it's a it's an old um, empire thing, yes. um, which they don't do in France um, or anywhere else that I know of. Yeah. Um, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's good for us because we get a, an, a day off on Boxing Day. So it basically, is. on Christmas Day, you can drink as much as you like, you can eat as much turkey as you want, and you can just you know. Uh, just eat and drink yourself into some kind of um, uh, s- slumber, um, and then uh, you can just do it all again the next day. So that's that's what I'm going to be doing um, this uh, this Christmas anyway. Yeah, it sounds good. Well, anyway, certainly the 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 25th will be entertaining the the parents. And Santa, With the bells. That's right. Santa's going to come, um, and then on the 26th, just day off. Um, yeah, all right. Does Santa Santa arrives in France? Doesn't he? He does. Uh, <clears throat> I think so. Yeah, they they call him. Yeah, they call him Father Christmas, Le Père Noël, mm-hmm. um, which is um, uh, which is uh, I guess what we what we know him as. It's interesting because I, I found out uh, somebody was asking me 
It was in the US. I was in the US last week, and, and they didn't know what Father Christmas was. They don't call him Father Christmas. They call him Santa Claus. Santa. Santa. Um, Santa Claus. Santa Claus. And I yeah. found out where the origins of the, the whole thing came from. Yeah. It was a mixture between um, the UK tradition uh, and Dutch tradition. Yeah. Uh, where Santa Claus is... It, the, the, the name in Dutch is Sinterklaas, oh, yeah. which is very similar. So it's one word. Um, and traditionally in, in, uh, in Europe... Mm. Uh, or not in Europe, but at least in England and and, and uh, I think in the US, yeah, because they made a film about it. Uh, Santa has elves that help him, like make the toys and deliver the toys yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I found out in Netherlands. Yes. Um, so um, they he doesn't have elves to help him. Right. He has a slave. Really. Uh, and this slave is called Black Pete. <laughs> oh God. Uh, and he has a black face, really? uh, and he's called Black Pete. Black now, Pete. so Santa's a slave master, basically, yeah. And the reason why Black Pete is black yeah. is because he's the one that Santa sends down the chimney to give the presents or to leave the presents under the tree. So he's actually a white guy who has a black face. <laughs> okay, um, so but it's pretty racist, it's and they're, I, they're trying to get rid of it. I think. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, Goodness me! But I was there a couple of weeks ago, and they have. It, like his face in in all the windows really like they black, have santa black. white beard everything that you know from father christmas or santa claus yeah. and next to him um black peter black pete yeah black pete okay uh, schwarzer pete or i don't know how exactly you pronounce it right. but uh black pete yeah this if you is... if you look up black pete yeah. uh you'll find the article and uh, various uh racist things about him <laughs> <laughs> okay um i I, but, I was going to ask you paul actually um changing the subject slightly I mean you, you, the fact that you've lived in different countries like France and Spain mm. um, you speak these languages fluently don't you I mean you speak fluent French and fluent Spanish is that right uh, yeah French I speak uh, I would say close to a bilingual level yeah. um, so I speak French uh, fluently yeah. uh, and when I speak French I have uh, mostly like a kind of a French accent yeah. uh, it takes a while for people to realise that I'm not French which is uh, very fortunate yeah. uh, I think it's obviously due to the the the, the ear picking it up when I was younger yeah. uh, and so that kind of stayed with me um, but as I said uh, before I, I did have a Canadian French accent at mm. some stage mm. um, because I, I spent some time there and just uh, I guess it it just kind of seeped through and, and when my girlfriend and I first met in London she thought I was Canadian right. um, and because I've, she's from Paris and I've lived here for four years now, my yeah. French has come back to a, yeah. a kind of French accent. My Spanish is, um, I guess it's still fluent because uh, I, I guess the definition or that I read of, of fluency in a language is being able to speak a language without trouble yeah. uh, or without having to, to search for words or things like that. I have to do that in English, though, yeah. which yeah, is yeah. kind of weird. But yeah, I'd say I speak fluent Spanish. My accent isn't as good, though. Yeah. Um, so people can tell straight away that I'm not. Right. Spanish. Do you have favourite expressions in French or Spanish? Yeah, I have two expressions which are very similar yeah. uh, in French and Spanish, yeah. um, which uh, the, the equivalent in English is, it pisses me off. Right. Um, which is a strange expression. What does it, that mean? It means that uh, it makes me angry, Right. basically. So in, in, in English, for some reason, we say, it pisses me off. It really pisses me off when people bump into me on the, on the metro. Exactly. It just really pisses me off. Yeah. And, yeah. 
Yeah. And in, in Spanish and French? So in French, um, they don't use piss, they use shit. Okay. Uh, and it so shits the, me off? Uh, no, it, it makes me shit, <laughs> is the French one. So, ça me fait chier. It makes me shit. Yeah. Um, something can make you shit? Something can make you shit. Which how is, does that happen? How does it do that? I don't know. People in France have this issue where things and people and groups of things make them shit. That must uh, be very inconvenient. I think that's why there's so much shit in Paris. That's all like, over the street. Uh, all over the street, yeah. Because people keep <laughs> making each other shit everywhere. Exactly. That's terrible. It, it is terrible. The, so in Spanish, the equivalent um, is... In Spanish, it's me cago en la leche, uh-huh. which means I shit in the milk. Oh, don't do that. Which is their their, their way of, <laughs> of, of saying, oh, bollocks, or oh, shit, or like, oh, I yeah. shit in the milk. Shit in the milk. Yeah. Right into the milk. J- right into the milk. See, the thing is, if you did do that, yeah, you wouldn't. It wouldn't be immediately clear that someone had done it. No, your you tea would, like, would taste rather disgusting. Oh, you, you, your tea oh, that would that would really oh, annoy me as an English person. Oh, it would piss me off that they shit in my milk. Yeah, and it would subsequently make me shit. Yeah. So that kind of <laughs> combines all three of those together. So that's piss, <laughs> it. Would piss you off that they sh- uh, uh, that and um, that they shat in your milk, and then you would they would make that would make you shit. But it would, you know, if this is we've. We've this has become very disgusting, but it has. I'm going to say it anyway. If someone shat in your milk, then you it would make you shit because you would get diarrhea, I'd imagine, as a result. I've never ingested but excrement neither from I, another human being. And so I don't plan to start no. at any point. <laughs> Nor do in I. In the near future. Um, but, uh, all right. Yeah, the, the Spanish like to shit in a lot of things. They have yeah. another expression, which yeah. is, Me cago en tu puta madre. Mm. Which is, I shit in your mother, who is a whore. Whoa! That, I mean, that's that's probably that's like that's one of the hardest things you can say to. But they also it's they're very jovial, like the Spanish. Like they take stuff, um, um, and and it just it's not very um, rude. So that can be said in a nice way. Hey, Paul, I shit in your mother. Me cago puta madre, tío. Uh, and if you say something is you, something can be yeah of the mother who is a whore. So yeah. in Spanish, it would be you could say that this beer that I'm currently drinking yeah es de puta madre. This is of the uh, the mother of a whore? Of the mother who is a whore. Oh, right. Or mother whore, which means it's amazing. It's kind of like oh, in English right, when you say it's the shit. Yeah, or the dog's bollocks. I mean, that's confusing like for foreigners who are learning English to yeah. say, if something is shit, yeah. it's bad. Yeah. But if something is the shit, it's really good. It's, really good. Yeah. Um, it's, like, it's like saying that something is bollocks. Yeah, that's which, bollocks, mate. Which is... Not good, yeah. but if it's the dog's bollocks, yeah. it's very good. So that for some reason, canine testicles are yeah, they are of all the bollocks, good things. I think the the, <laughs> the ones that are owned by a dog are the most superior. I think we can agree. By the way, listeners, and I, I always say this when swearing comes round, that uh, swear these are very rude words that uh, you shouldn't just start using all over the place. You shouldn't no. just because they're you, you, we are introducing you to these expressions on Luke's English podcast doesn't mean that you should then go to the bank in order to you know when you need to get some money from the bank and you say. Um, Okay, Paul, you're the bank manager. All right. And I'm a listener to Luke's English podcast. Okay. Come into the bank. We're in England, right? We're in England. Okay. And, I, and I'm next, and so you say... Uh, hold on. Counter number four, please. Okay, so, oh, uh, counter number four. Oh, that's me. And then you go over and you go, um, hello. Hi. 
Um, I'd like to uh, I'd like to, to withdraw some money, please. Okay, that's no problem. May I have your 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 bank account detail, please? Yes, here it is. It's uh, it's, it's funny. It's actually one two three four five. Um, it's one two three four five, um, and the sort code is 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 uh, thirty uh, forty. Uh, just I just I, yeah. Great. Let me just look up your details, uh, Mr. Thompson. Yeah. Fantastic. So, uh, how much uh, would you like to withdraw today? Uh, just just uh, five pounds, please. Five pounds. <laughs> That's yeah. rather not a lot of money, but well, uh, I'm a student, you know, I don't have much money. Just five pounds. Okay, yeah. I understand that you might need some beer. I, I, I too was a student uh, before mm. I got this great job at this want, wonderful bank. I just want a pint. Uh, so. uh, just one pint. Mm. Okay, mm. Uh, fantastic. Well, uh, uh, here's your five pounds. Uh, is there anything else that you would like? No, that's that's fine. That's that's. In fact, that's the dog's bollocks. Thank you very much, and good day. Um, so <laughs> no. You shouldn't do that, listeners. You should not do that, okay? Don't start throwing around these rude expressions. But, you know, it's still good to know them. You should know that they're, you know, they're X-rated words that you shouldn't just... They are. You know, for example, if you're in your English class and your teacher says to you, um, I don't know, something like... Um, so, uh, what's the answer to question 18? Uh, Taylor, what's the answer? Bollocks. Um get out that that's probably the 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 response that would that would happen not only get out but uh you know you would need to make an official apology on behalf of uh uh, i don't know who you just you and everyone yeah it's just i mean if you if you here's a a a perfect example of when i did use bollocks um recently in a used I, i used the word bollocks in public um uh, and this, I feel, is a is an okay way of using it. So I was at a restaurant, a fancy restaurant, with my girlfriend, uh, and it was our fifth anniversary. Yeah, um, lovely romantic occasion. Beautiful romantic occasion, and uh, quite an expensive meal uh, because it's five years, and you have to you have to do that kind of thing. I and sort of candles, romantic music. It's very very lovely place, gorgeous sort of atmosphere. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was all right. Yeah, I don't remember candles, but it was uh, it was a good meal. Yeah. Um, and uh, Bill, the bill came yes. at the end, and we agreed uh, beforehand that we would uh, pay for the meal uh, from our joint bank account. So yeah. we have a bank account where we both pay into it. Yeah. Uh, but I was obviously gonna be the man yes. and get my my. We have two cards, right? Yeah. The the joint account. So cards. you were like, "Don't worry, darling, I'll pay for this." Yeah. So the waitress felt that I was being the man and paying for the meal when really we were both paying for it. Oh, I see. And so I gave her my card and because we'd had a few to drink, yeah. um, I was putting in the, the pin code wrong. Right. I thought it was right. Uh, and uh, if you put the pin code in, those of you who don't have pin codes, uh, you you get three chances. Yes. You, you do it once, you do it twice, and it says last try. Yeah. Um, and I put it in again the third time wrong. Yeah. And it said, you know, declined, card blocked. And that's when I said, bollocks. Right. And and, uh, and she had to get her card out and pay. Right. And I felt... Terrible. I felt pre- probably the worst I felt all year. See, I feel like that's an appropriate moment when you can say bollocks. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, not only have I embarrassed <laughs> myself in front of uh, the... 
the, the staff in this nice restaurant, but I've also made a fool of myself in front of my lovely girlfriend. Oh, she was loving it. She was she yeah. was having the time of her life because she was like, yeah, I am paying for this expensive <laughs> meal. And, and I'm sure the waitress went home and was like, yeah, I had this lovely couple who the guy couldn't afford to pay for the meal and his yeah. card blocked and yeah. all this kind of stuff. So um, that is when you can use the word bollocks. Yes, OK. Only in special circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we're sort of winding down here, but there's, there's a lot more that we can cover, Paul, because I know for a fact that you um, are a man of accents. You're uh, someone who's able to uh, do different voices in English. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, well, plenty of other topics that we could go into. I feel like that um, we may have to just wind things down now. I know that you've got to go. I've got a new computer, which I'm going to unbox. I'm excited. Um, Paul works... You work for Apple, don't you? I do, yeah. Um, and so Paul, being the nice guy that he is, um, agreed to help me to purchase a new computer. This probably means now that now that I've got a new Apple computer... The ex- expectation will be, oh well, the production values of Luke's English podcast are going to become it's much, gonna much be higher. Now. Much amazing. The sounds going to be better. Everything's going to be better. You're going to have a new flash website. Um, that's the expectation. Are you are you up for it? I, I really don't know. I, I've got a <laughs> feeling that the standards are going to be pretty much the same. Who knows? Maybe this new Apple Mac is going to allow me to, you know, really reach for the stars. I expect I've got some listeners out there who I've got. Like some Apple Mac users, some non-Apple Mac users, mm-hmm. some kind of, you know, uh, Windows users, and so on. Now, being a, a representative of Apple, Paul, yeah, where do you stand on the whole Mac versus Windows question? It's a good question. I used to, um, I used to be a Windows person uh, all the way up until I was twenty uh, twenty. Um, 2020 2020 yeah uh, <laughs> 2020 years old <laughs> uh, up until the year 2020 no so uh, yeah I, I used to use Windows all the time and um, my friend who's a photographer really wanted me to uh, I used to kind of make short films and things like that and I used to use Windows Movie Maker which was kind of free and he said to me you know you need to get a Mac and there's a thing called iMovie and it's amazing you need to use it and um, I was I, I was of the opinion at the time that many people are who are against um, uh, Macs that oh it's it's rubbish and it's too expensive and all this kind of stuff and and I really hated it to start with uh, and he eventually I ended up going to um, one of the Apple stores and, and sitting in on a workshop that they were delivering on iMovie and mm-hmm. I kind of went to that same workshop like three times yeah and it it kind of sold me to to to, do, to get a Mac just for this movie thing and. Um, and uh, yeah, so I got my first Mac, uh, and uh, haven't really looked back since. I mean, the, the, I think both have got you know great things about them, and both have got disadvantages about them. I think it's just it, it's what you're used to. Do you know what I mean? It's I think it's similar to changing countries. Yeah. Right. You know, if you if it, one day somebody was like, oh, you should move to France, and uh, and uh, you know, you're like, well, yeah, but France this and France that, and it's got disadvantages. They don't know how to make tea. They don't uh, know how they, to make tea. They don't know how to drink beer. They don't have decent comedy. They don't do good music. No, but <laughs> but you, you move there anyway, and uh, you find out that uh, you get used to it. So it's kind of mm. 
I don't know. It's 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 a question of uh, of getting used to it, really. It's a culture, isn't it? Really. I mean, there's a culture of Apple products, mm-hmm. a culture of Windows products, and you know, it's kind of like you've. Tend to associate yourself with one of those cultures, and, and like I, I bought a Mac back in 2007, and I've been using this old MacBook for let's see how many years now. That's six years that I've been using this Mac, and I've done all the episodes of Luke's English podcast have been done on this old black MacBook. Yeah, um, it's done well, and it's been it's serviced me very well. But it's got to the point where this Mac is on its last legs. I mean, the trackpad, you know, did you call it the trackpad? Yeah, we do call it the yeah. trackpad. The trackpad is now uh, so worn down. It's like, you know, um, in a castle, like a medieval church, <laughs> you know, the first... Like the steps. <laughs> yeah, the first step uh, uh, into an old medieval building. The step is worn down, so it's like curved. My trackpad is like that, you know. Um, yeah, it's very shiny. It's extremely shiny, and the um, the battery is just dead, utterly dead. Mm. So I have to keep it plugged in at all times. If the power supply gets knocked out, the whole computer just goes pew and just dies completely. So there's also plenty of other issues with it. So it's time to get a new Mac. And Paul uh, brought me one today, and I've got it in a box there. I'm going to open it later. Do you have any tips? Like, should I? How should I? What should I do when I unbox it? Should I charge it immediately or what? You don't have to. It usually comes uh, with some charge in it. Uh, yeah. There's a myth about batteries and and charging, and you yeah. know you need to f- fully charge it. And and essentially, the way batteries work is there's little. Imagine it's imagine it's a very cold. You're in Russia and it's cold, yeah. and you've got a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, Basically, you need to keep the people moving in yes. order for them not to die of, of cold. So the, the, the way to... Uh, it, it sounds counterintuitive, but the way to make your battery last longer is give to it, use it. Or give it vodka. Give it vodka, one thing. Um, and two is to use it. So fully charge it, fully run it. People think if they plug it in and they keep it plugged in, that that's good for it. Mm. But slowly but surely, because the little ions that are inside the battery yeah. aren't moving, imagine people in Russia not moving after a while, yes. they die. So yeah. that slowly but surely the battery dies. So the more you use it and charge it and decharge it and charge it and decharge it, the yeah. more it stays alive. Okay. So um, it sounds counterintuitive, but the more you use the battery, the more it actually uh, lives. So that's... Uh, my my charging tip. Okay, uh, so I, I, I will just use the battery and charge it when only when necessary. Mm-hmm. And I let's just hope that uh, that everyone in Russia is not too cold. Yeah, and that they've got plenty of bullshit. Vodka. I don't believe. Give me the vodka. <laughs> yeah, there you go. This, your Russian. Well, this uh, you can't see it right now, but the the microphone that we are using to record this podcast kind of looks like a little Russian man because um, it has a furry hat. Uh, yeah. on the top to protect wind uh, even because it's so windy in this apartment that we've uh, had to uh, put a, a wind shield on the top of the microphone mm. so it looks a bit like a Russian microphone I've added on top as Paul just said a kind of um, um, uh, what the hell do you got? a muffler right a muffler because uh, a few episodes ago I did a podcast and I feel for some reason I should get closer to the microphone for this. A few episodes ago, listeners, I did a podcast uh, uh, called uh, British Slang um, H2M. In that episode, I um, explained a number of uh, different slang terms, including the word kip, to kip, to have a kip, to get some kip. And uh, you'll remember that uh, the microphone was a little bit too close to my mouth when I said those things. Uh, the result was that um, basically you've got a kind of explosion in your ears when I said the word. Um, so um, 
I've now bought this muffler in order to prevent that from ever happening again. I'd like to apologise on behalf of Luke's English Podcast for any disturbance which you may have noticed in your headphones whenever I said the word kip or any other plosive sound. Um, that Was that a plosive? That's exactly it. That was a plosive sound. Uh, that, shouldn't, that, that shouldn't register now because of the muffler. And it, it's lovely. It looks like a Russian... What's, what's that? Uh, I don't know what the hat's called. Oh, I do know. I, I know. don't know what the hat is called. I am from Russia. I, I have <laughs> muffler on my ears. I have cold. Are you sure you're from Russia? I have... I, you drink like pussy. <laughs> I, I drink like vodka very much. Okay. Um, well, now that we've... <laughs> <laughs> That's my bad Russian impression. Yeah, he, he sounded almost uh, Scottish there for a second, but that's fine. No, it's, it's actually quite a good Russian accent. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're from Russia, send us your opinion of Paul's Russian accent. It's actually a lot better than mine. I can't do a Russian I can accent. say, Привет, меня зовут Пол. Как дела? That means, hello, my name is Paul, how are you? Okay, wow, that's the first time that we've ever had Russian on Luke's English There we podcast. go, that's all. I used to have a, 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 one of my best friends when I, was a, uh, when I was in Spain, actually, he was Russian. I lived with a, a Russian guy, yeah. and uh, many of my Russian uh, impressions come from him. Like the... Oh. Whoops. Um, like, uh, it was a time when we started drinking, or I started drinking at, like, 15. Yes. Uh, he'd started drinking, obviously, before... Yeah. Um, uh, actually, like, at like nine years old. Birth. Yeah, like they they don't christen them with water or, or, ba- or like um, baptize. I don't even know what the word is. Holy water s- to baptize. Yeah, they have holy vodka. And anyway, um, <laughs> he said to me, I was drinking beer, and, and he just looked at me, and he just went, Paul, you drink like pussy. I drink vodka like you drink beer. And he showed me that he could down like a a, a, a pint almost of vodka. Yeah. He was ridiculous. That's amazing. His name was Stanislav. Stanislav. Yeah. That is quite incredible to yeah. be able to drink that much vodka. Yeah, he was I th- insane. I, th- I I think that the Russians should introduce that as an event at the next Olympics. I would love that. Watch. Is that the shot put? Is that your, your shot yeah. put? Like yeah, yeah. shots of no, vodka the, that you Brit- put on the, the bar? That's the British event. The okay. Shot, the shot put. That's where you put a shot on the bar and okay. you drink it. And then you keep going until you stop having a good time. <laughs> I love these Olympics. But these I think alternative the, Olympics. I think the Russians should introduce just vodka drinking as an event at the Winter Olympics because yeah. the Russians could win. I mean, I'm sure there are other nations. You know, Sweden are pretty, pretty sure good. they get high on the medals table as well in general for uh, the other events. If they created that one, it would be amazing. How would that event take place? What would the vodka drinking event? How would it be done? I wonder. Uh, it's, it's a good question. I think it would involve something like a bobsleigh. Yes. Um, but in, as you're going down the bobsleigh, yeah. you have to... Kind of like Sonic. Did you ever play Sonic? Yeah, yeah. And you collect... There was like a tunnel where you went down and you had to collect the rings. Yes. Um, as you were kind of going down the tunnel. Right. Well, instead of collecting rings, you collect shots of vodka or you collect vodka. Bottles. Uh, and, and by the end, like whoever gets the most amount of vodka yeah. Uh, yeah, wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that that's that's good. And like at the end, that also they would have to measure <laughs> the blood alcohol level, and they would have to then walk in a straight line to get home. Mm-hmm. They'd have to after doing the bobsleigh. And well, to, all, to the medals, like in order to get onto the podium, yes, you have to be able to walk onto the podium. And if you're on the first, like the top bit of the podium, and you fall yeah. off, you get disqualified because you'd also need to be able to sing your own national anthem 
all the words included. Mm. Backwards. Um, backwards, yes. I, I, no one is going to win this event. <laughs> the Russians, I think, would have a... The Australians would probably have a good chance as well. Yeah, you reckon? I think the Brits could compete. Yeah, I think it's we'd be like only- third or fourth. Scottish would... I mean, Scotland isn't a country in the Olympics for some reason. We've decided that... But GB is, isn't it? Well, Team GB, yeah, but why don't they... In football, when yeah. it's the World Cup, it's England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, Ireland. Yeah. But for some reason, we do a Team GB. Yeah. But we don't do a Team UK. So Great Britain technically yeah. doesn't include Northern, Northern Ireland. Because yeah, Great true, Britain is the name of the big island. Yeah. But we call so it Team GB, but we have Northern Irish people in Team GB, but it should be called Team UK. Oh, it's all so weird and It's confusing. ridiculous. It's, I mean, you do a whole comedy bit about it, which, yeah. is, which is... And I know another comedian uh, who does this thing about when you, on the internet, select from the list of a million countries that come up, um, when you have to select your country for, like, paying or whatever. Mm. Um, you never know what it is because you look for England it's not there yeah. you look for Great Britain it's not there you look for Britain you look for Britain it's not there look for it, the UK it, it, United Kingdom is usually I think or what they've the United Kingdom as well it could be under T it's it's yeah. it's intense we, we have an identity crisis um, so yeah Team GB is really Team UK um, yeah but yeah if we did a Team GB thing we'd do pretty well because we'd have the Scottish and the Irish um as yeah, part of that. yeah, yeah, and the Irish would bring in valuable drinking skills. The, yeah, that's. The, I, here's a question. Yes. Does the Republic of Ireland have a, an Olympic team, or are they? I think they do, but I think they can't be bothered. Uh, that's a joke. <laughs> um, I think that they do. Yeah, I'm sure that Republic of Ireland are involved in the Olympics. Really? But well, wait a minute. Do they not? Wait, have... Well, yeah, I've never seen an, 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 uh, someone from the Republic of Ireland in any event. Apart- it's just like so. Here are the teams for the 100 meters: uh, Jamaica, USA, um, Ethiopia, uh, Jamaica, USA, Jamaica, USA. <laughs> Where's the island team? There um, and down the pub. You join me now Guinness. in the pub where the entire Irish Olympic team have spent the entire games. Uh, and here's uh, Sean O'Reilly, who is the Irish champion in 100 meter Guinness drinking. <laughs> This is where they line up a hundred meters of pints of Guinness, and they drink them as slowly as they like, uh, and uh, without eating any dinner. No, they eat some sausages uh, and mashed potato, <laughs> and they don't really worry about competing. And it's great. Uh, we don't care about the Olympics. We try to drink a pint of Guinness. Yeah. Or, would would or you like nine. a point of Guinness, Pilot? I'd love a point of Guinness. Would you, you know like what? a point of Guinness? I, I'm a little bit worried, Roy, uh, Paul, when I start doing these accents because they're not really very. I'm not very. I'm terrible at the. I, okay. Some. <laughs> I've ex- heard you're good at doing the Irish, the Northern, Northern Irish. My mum's from. Do. My mother's from Belfast. They can do the the Northern Ireland. Let me just cl- let me clarify. Are we going right? into accents now? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> let me clarify. Have we not overrun by we, many minutes? We're now on one minute twenty, which may have changed if I edit a little bit. But um, I think it's okay because if people don't want to listen, they'll just stop listening. Exactly. Right? Yeah. If they do want to listen, then they just keep on listening. When, as but, you've said many times before in your podcast, yes. you can just hit pause. Yeah. If you're in the bus and then you suddenly get home and yeah, yeah exactly. Whatever. You can just pause and come back later. I listen to lots and lots of podcasts online. Loads of great podcasts, like the BBC ones. Sometimes they're an hour and a half long. Mm. That's the thing about podcasts. You can pause it and you can continue later on. That's the joy of 
podcasting. Um, so I, I think we've got a couple of minutes uh, more. I was going to say that Ireland and Northern Ireland. So, you know, Republic of the Ireland. different accents. Yeah, totally different accents. Mm. Uh, Dublin and Belfast, yeah. different accents. For some reason, I can't really do a Dublin accent. Sometimes I can do it. You know, some, sometimes I could do a sort of Dublin accent, you know, like that sort of thing. But then... It's not too bad. Yeah, but I can't... <laughs> Your head's doing this weird thing I... as you're doing it. <laughs> 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 but then um, um, I can't sustain it. I can't keep it going. But uh, Northern Ireland, I can do more convincingly. But I have to swear. I have to use swear words. You have words. to swear, okay. I can't do Northern Ireland accent without including swear words. All right, give me a typical Northern Irish phrase. All right there, big man. <laughs> How are you? How are you doing? Big, uh, what, what do they say? Bite ye. Bite ye, big man. What a bite. He's, he's got a queer back on him, like. I've, I've noticed the Northern Irish, they always finish their sentences with this weird thing, so they do. Aye. Do you know aye, what I mean? Aye, it's true, isn't it? Aye. We were, so we, you, we were we walking were, down the street, so we were. <laughs> we were drinking a, a, wee, a, a wee Cronenberg, so we were. And yeah. he was he was walking next to me, so he was. Yeah. They do this weird thing where they add so he was and, yeah, and so he was. It's, and a, it's a it's a queer thing, so it is. I don't yeah. care. My uh, I, 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 arse. Some words in Northern Ireland are pronounced in a interesting way, a funny way. Like what? Randomly, the word wolf. You know, a wolf. Yeah. Like a uh, you know wolf. <laughs> wolf. Oh, wolf. Yeah, in Northern Ireland, wolf. <laughs> a wolf. Wolf. <laughs> like that. The typical thing is, how now, brown cow? Yeah. I'm sure you've talked about that many how times. Now, how now, brown cow? And in Northern Ireland, hi now, brown cow. Hi, are you nice? Do you want to sit, sit down now, won't you? How did you get into accents? How are you so good at doing accents? Because uh, I've heard you do a few different accents now. Uh, I don't know. Just, um, I think it was just... Because um, some people are terrible at accents, and, and people ask me, like, how... For my French accent, like, how did you get so good at doing a French accent? Yeah. And, you know, I, when I tell them that I grew up in France, they're like, oh, that's why. And I'm kind of like, yeah, but no, because my accent changed over yeah. time. But I think, I don't know whether it was because I was, uh, um, my theory for me personally is that yeah. I was, uh, um, what's the word, um, subjected to many different accents. Yes. Growing up, so my mum has a Northern Irish accent, my dad has a kind of Northern English accent. Yeah. I had an American accent as a kid, I was living in France, like all, all this kind of happened. But I know people who've lived in the same place their whole lives and are good at doing accents. Um, so I, I, I moved a bit when I was a kid, you know, I lived in London and lived in the Midlands. So there was, you know, I was exposed to different accents as a, as a child. Mm. But um, I don't know, really. I think it's just that I'm interested in, in different accents. I lived in Liverpool for four years as well. So kind of, you know, that was around lots of scousers. Um, but um, no, I just think it's that um, I like to listen to different accents. I, I like the character of different accents, too. Maybe it's something to do with being musical. You know, you, you identify the different sounds. You know, mm. you're more aware of the way different sounds are made. And I've always been very musical sort of person who always been listening to, listen to music and stuff and played music but I, I don't know I think it's just enjoying uh, exploring accents and uh, somehow like copying or imitating accents is just a way of expressing the fact that you you uh, enjoy um, you know the way other accents sound and mm -hmm. the way that there's a different sort of almost a different feeling or different identity that you associate with a different accent yeah. you know like I feel like a different person I I if I'm doing a different accent, I feel like I become a different person when I do that accent. 
because I have to That's inha- interesting. it's like acting I have to in- inhabit a different sort of personality right so well I could see it when you're doing your Irish accent and your head was moving yeah. in like this way that I wouldn't like you, you don't normally yeah. move it that's interesting yeah. yeah and I've got this thing right I, I've, um, I, I like playing around with accents so much that I've I've started to work out that there's there's a, a cool thing you could do to create characters right like a character or interesting voice what you do is you take an accent and you combine it with some sort of speech impediment right and the result is that you get an interesting character out of it right okay so can you, do you have do an like, example can you do like a scouser with a lisp a scouser with a, a lisp now ladies and gentlemen a lisp is basically a uh, lisp is when you thought you speak like this basically spanish so uh, right. <laughs> Someone like uh, I mean Jamie Oliver's got got a little bit of a lisp. A little bit of a lisp. Lis- yeah, little bit. It's been a. It's been. I can't do a lisp. Even it's been. It's been the while since I've imitated. I can't synth. do it. Synth. Synth. I was almost getting into Ali. Excuse me, boss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a scouser with a lisp. Wow, that would be something like a. Uh, you're right, mate. Uh, all right, mate. Don't uh, have it going, all right. Uh, all right you're right. Uh, <laughs> uh, just uh, just uh, sitting here drinking a beer. I can't do it. Not not even. Wow, See, that, that's, that's interesting. That, that's what I enjoy about accents. Is that it's not just the accent, but if you find one person, like if you imagine one character mm. and embody that character, then it's you're into a more interesting area because that's acting and that's that's somehow like a uh, character comedy. You know, yeah. Like like a you know a scouser with a lisp. You know, he's got a personality, hasn't he? You know what I mean? <laughs> He thought of like suddenly he's not just you know he's not just your average scouser he's, 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 he's a different he's a different guy you know, you know what I mean that's good um, yeah um, I I think I started doing that potentially the, the first impression that I ever did was a guy called Dennis Murray yeah. who was uh, a BBC reporter. Uh, who did the Belfast stuff and every, mm-hmm. like it was during the time when uh, it, the stuff was kicking off in, in Ireland and so yeah. there'd be lots of news reports on the BBC yeah. and at the end of his phrase or whatever he was saying he'd always go blah 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 Dennis Murray BBC News Belfast yeah and that was my sna- like my mum like went crazy over this and, and, and I guess that f- with the addition of her like probably my best accent is is Northern Irish and then yeah. I can do bits of most of England I think depending and a bit of Australian and a bit of yeah. whatever like I can do foreigners speaking like Spanish people or French people speaking right. English Assassin Spanish a Spanish guy speaking English uh, yes hello my name is Jose Maria I am from Spain uh-huh. I have uh, 28 years old yeah. and uh, I have a very good Cronenburg uh, uh, drinking the, the beer here in uh, in the apartment of of Luke is very is is very enriching experience for me. Is uh, is very good. Uh, I am from Madrid. Is uh, very is very good. Do you like uh, do you like music, Jose? Uh, yes, I I I very much like music. Uh, um, uh, uh, which which artists? Do you uh, like? I like um, más cómo se dice. Do you like, the, um, do you like the police? Do you like the police? La Policia. Yeah. Who is the, the, la, the la police? Policia. The, the group from the eighties. Uh, who was the singer in the police? What was his name? Yeah. Uh, Sting. Es, 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 Sting. Yeah. Sting. Yes. Uh, the the Spanish uh, put uh, e before the s. Yeah. Uh, if there is a consonant after the s. Yeah. Uh, for example, if you say I am from Spain, mm. you you say I am from Spain. Uh, mm. I like to eat spaghetti. Um, right, it's very, it's very, it's it's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult for for us to say just sp- 
spaghetti is, is difficult. Yeah, okay. All right, what about a French guy? Uh, hello, my name is Jean-François. Uh, I am uh, from Paris, uh, 38 years old. I have two, chi- <laughs> I have, uh, t- <laughs> two children. Uh, I am still uh, drinking a, a Cronenbourg. Uh, ici, uh, ici in the apartment of, uh, of the beautiful uh, Luke, uh, Luke Thompson. It is... Uh, Interesting. Thanks. Thanks very much. Um, any any others? Uh, mm-hmm. do, can you can you um, introduce us to any other uh, people that you've uh, met? Uh, I have a, I have a, uh, my best friend. Uh, he is from uh, friend. Uh, my best friend is from uh, is from uh, where is he from? I forget where he's from. Uh, I think he is from uh, South Africa, uh-huh. uh, from Cape Town. Uh-huh. Uh, his right. name is uh, his name is uh, 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 is Joel. Uh-huh. Uh, Joel, uh, Joel, come here. Uh, I have a question for you, Joel. Oh, hello there. Uh, my name is Joel. I'm from uh, Cape Town in South Africa. Uh, I'm sitting here drinking Cronenberg uh, with uh, my fr- my best friend here, Luke, uh, in his apartment in Paris, which overlooks the Eiffel Tower. It's oh, yeah. uh, pretty spectacular. Oh, that's great. Okay. Do you, do you, there, is there anyone here from um, Australia today? Oh, good day, mate. How you going? My name's Tim. I'm from Australia. Good day, Tim. Come over, mate. Come over. Yeah, uh, I'm from uh, from Sydney, Australia. It's a yeah. beautiful, beautiful place, mate. Beautiful. Yeah. The beer is much. You guys have this thing like over here where you have Fosters, yeah. and like Fosters is like an Australian beer. Yeah, it's not fucking Australian, mate. It's we have like Cooper's Ale, fucking yeah. loads of stuff. Yeah. Fosters is is pure British. I met this guy who's at this party from London. Some fucking Cockney guy. Yeah. What, mate? How's it going? Do you know what I mean? I'm from <laughs> fucking London, you slag. <laughs> what are you doing here in my apartment? Mate, basically, yeah, I was walking down the street, yeah, came by, and I thought, wow, this is a proper wicked apartment. <laughs> so I thought I'd come up, yeah, thought I'd come up and drink a beer with my mate. Yeah, well, it's good to have you here. Um, there was a, There's some bloke here from Manchester as well, I think. You're right, love. All right, how's it going? It's going well, man. Can't really do a Manchester accent. <laughs> do you know what I mean? All I can think of is uh, nothing. I could do a, I could do a, a Manchester accent. Go. But uh, I, my, my fucking Manchester accent, you know what I mean? It's like that. It's, it's like, like the Gallagher brothers. Yeah, it's like that, because like... <laughs> From Oasis and your head's moving. <laughs> yeah, like, to be honest, right? If I'm, if I'm going to do sort of like... If I'm going to be from Manchester like that, then... I'm oh, to... my God. You sound exactly like Liam Gallagher. That is so awesome. I think it's more like Noel Gallagher. You know, I'm more like Noel Gallagher. You know what I mean? Okay. No, Liam, whatever. You guys are British. I love you guys. You're so cute. Uh, you know, like, it's nice that you say that and that, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't really give a shit because basically, you know, like, fucking Oasis, you know what I mean? Like the best band in the fucking world, man. Yeah, but you guys like broke up, man. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, it's all right, you know. Like, we've, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter really because we're still like s- s- fucking records are still out there, man. <laughs> records are still out there. You know what I mean? You can still go out and buy the fucking records. You know what I mean? Like, you-, I, you know, yeah. Just next question, man. What's your next question? Uh, I have a question uh, from uh, for my name is Thierry. Uh, I am from uh, from south of France. Uh, I have a question about the band and, and uh, why you break up? Why you uh, have the breaking? Well, you know what I mean, man. Like. We've been going for like what seven, seven or eight odd years, and that. Like, what more can you do, man? When you've when you've done like fucking best music in the world, you know what I mean? No, n- what more can you fucking do? It's like the Beatles, man. You know, ten years of 
absolutely amazing music and at the end of it like I'll see you, so, see you later mm. like, see you later man uh, like, you've got the records are there if you want to listen to it but if you don't want to listen to it it's fine you know like you think the, you have the, a... like, it's not over man it's not over you know what I mean it's like it's, it's not it's not the end of the world man it's just music it's just a band isn't it at the end of the day <laughs> 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 oh my um yes Okay. Well, it's been an absolute joy and a pleasure. It has been awfully, awfully wonderful uh, being on Luke's English podcast. And I think that um, everyone out there um, listening to the program has no doubt picked up uh, all manner of of interesting phrases and uh, parts of speech which they will then be able to go out and use in order to, I suppose, um, interact in in some manner. Um, Bollocks! So um, that's the end of the podcast. It's, it was great to have you here, Paul. Oh, thank you very much for inviting me over. It's been uh, it's been uh, it's been fun. It has, hasn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. A Merry Christmas to you too, and a Happy New Year. Thank you very much, and I'll catch up with you again soon. Yes. Thanks very much for listening to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. More episodes will be uploaded in the future, but for now, it's goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, you can visit teacherluke.wordpress.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.